She says I am trash, but she listens to Takashi. But you lost me, yeah. Fair weather, wishy washy. She thinks machine washed me. Swear to God, man, her favorite rapper, wish she crossed me. I love conflict, got a obnoxious what sub. I'm afraid to another. Keep those monsters in the closet. I'm what an idiotic Antichrist <laughs> show for January 13th, 2021. How's it going, everybody? Um, you know, I, I had uh, all the glitz and blitzes and all the ideas, you know, to talk about the show uh, this week. But uh, I'm gonna shelve that probably until next week uh, to reintroduce the concept. But uh, hopefully, the 2021 is off to a swell start for you guys. But uh, I, I think the uh, at least for me, it, it, I originally wanted to come in talking about the situation that happened last Wednesday. You know, it happened, you know, 12 hours after I released a Wonder Woman episode, which I just go, holy crap, I thought about doing offsode, but didn't, you know, and then a lot of people are talking, you know, getting their emotions out, what happened in the Capitol Hill. So I decided to hold it off. Um, so because I, I really really think what happened last week is utterly ridiculous and i was i've been laughing in disbelief at these people but also sad and i wasn't as outraged at these people i was more mad at the lack of security because if you really follow the breadcrumbs of what led up to last wednesday you know march for trump and all that you know I am not surprised that it happened. And all the subsequent actions, I am not surprised. But I kind of get mad at the preventative things. You know, maybe that's my personality of like looking at things in a macro. Because if you look at the, because this is the episode 199, and then we've, you know, if you go back to every single 199 episodes and the some offsodes that we have had, you know, it, it, every episode talks about the flaws and then the problems, you know, especially in the conservative side, but also the liberal side that needs to address that have created the counter act to the liberal, so-called liberals um, in this country. And I think there is a critique of that everywhere. You can go go listen to it. From the very first episode when the Kaepernick... Uh, Protests started happening, the kneel down in 2016. Uh, I talked about, you know, the media with CNN when it came to Detroit. I talked about Zeb Zucker, the head of the honcho of the CNN the last four years, five years. You know, and then the, this is more than BLM, income inequality. I talked about that. And so many others, cheap inequality, equality officer CEOs, another income inequality episode. And then the race, you know, Omarosa and all that stuff, you know. I, there's plenty you can pick out of the last, uh, what was it now, four and a half years? <laughs> I can't keep track anymore. Uh, of the audio, you'll find that, like, look, there's a there's a critique that's been consistent from my side. and But, you know, people kind of get outra- outraged about what happened. But I just go, look, if you follow, again, the breadcrumbs, it's not surprising that it has happened. Could the security measure be better? Yes, of course. And then we'll have that by the time the inauguration comes around next Wednesday. But I, I, I'm gonna dial it back a little bit because uh, I have some observations that not too many people talk about. Um, 
Now, I'm going to get to that, which is, first of all, the liberal liberal side, you know, before we get into the conservatism, Republicans, Republicans, I've been saying, I'm going to get to. Um, really, I would really follow the Barack Obama advice, which is, you know, cancel, delete culture, being outraged, especially white liberals, get over it. Um, because you're not really progressing as a progressive, if you're really progressive as a liberal, you're not advancing to the next idea, the next productive step that needs to take place, which has been the problem with the progressivism and then the liberals the last, I'll say, 20 years, ever since this century began. You know, just getting outraged is not going to solve the problem. Just deleting your uncle, canceling your aunt, canceling your parents doesn't solve the problem. And yeah, people have you know, I'll say I've done a better job trying to have an open dialogue about race relations and everything. But as I talked about in the This Is More Than BLM episode last summer when the BLM George Floyd protests were happening, especially the way people, I'll say, they cannot be more outraged than the minorities themselves who are getting hurt even more. And the exact self-guilt tripping of white people, you know, I've, I've heard... Over the last week, some say, I'm embarrassed for my cousins or nephews or brothers, whatever, sisters, all these people who are involved in this. I just go, great, but acknowledge and move on. Because exact guilt tripping and then putting these people on a a fucking, you know, metaphorical guillotine, uh, removing them, canceling them, detaching, created the exact extremism, just amped up even more, you know, and... In addition to the media that's keep amplifying this, you know, blue versus red, fucking sportsification of politics, ESPNification, if you want to call it, the fucking hot take, the debate, you know, all that stuff, which I'm going to get to it because I think it's been more caused by the conservative media. But there's that. If you really, truly want to advance out of this, the next progressive step is to actually take into political action, which I'm glad the Senate race and the the election of 2020 has proven that the turnout and voting is utterly important. And then putting into the action, into the system, which the conservatives have done a fantastic job the last 20 years, especially, you know, within the Constitution, within the institutions that we have to influence the change as they desire, as much as I disagree with them, you got to give kudos to them for what they have successfully done. And in order to win the game, you got to play the game. So I hope the liberals realize that instead of jumping into the idealistic, nonsense, perfect world conclusion. So there is that. Uh, for the international, before I get into the conservatives of America and then the repubs, uh, I'm worried about the international aspect of this. Yes, if you're in the Middle East or authoritarian countries in the Southeast Asia, you wouldn't get even get a step, you know, step near the Capitol building of your country. And so America, in a way, has way more too much freedom in that view. However, that said, I'm worried about, like in Europe, or I hear things, misinformation spreading, like in Korea, Russia, or all the Balkan regions, the former Soviet countries that are still getting influenced by Russia, or Middle East, or Southeast Asia, South America with Brazil and all these places. You know, misinformation and disturbance, that tactic, div- divide and conquer, 
you know, has been happening, but it's been amplified even my social media. Uh, I, I hope, I hope they don't get the idea. And I hope if you're in Canada or Europe or UK, any of these places, go, oh, look at America, how pathetic they are. And take a higher standing role because I'm more worried about Marie Le Pen's of the world, the fucking five star and other parties of Italy or some fucking labor party or the liberal party in Australia, you know, or other nationalistic parties all around the world take ideas from this and run away with it. So there, there is a second non-conservative, American conservative take here. Number three for the platforms, uh, for the technology firms, Amazon, Facebook, Google, who decide to also deplatform the president of this country for the next week, and also the, uh, whatchamacallit, the parlor. I think it has been, I mean, I applaud them. Apologies for moving the foam here in my sound box. I, I kind of applaud them, kind of applaud them for actually deplatforming these nonsense. But it's a little too late. The horses have, after the horses have left the barn. And it's utterly disappointing that this didn't happen earlier. You know, there are a lot of money behind this which I'm going to get to. But it just Twitter bans Trump or Milo or Alex Jones, then Apple Store follows or vice versa or Google follows or Facebook follows. Look, these these kinds of disturbances and misinformation have been forewarned for the last half decade, even from other countries, other nations like Philippines with that President Duarte who kills somebody out of a fucking drug war. Or fucking Burma, you know, with the human rights of the military coup that's been going on. Or India through WhatsApp. I'm talking mostly on the Facebook platforms, but people have been warning this shit. And they asked people like Mark Zuckerberg to fix it. And they turned a blind eye. And then the exact tactic has happened in America. Now they act because it happened in front of their yard. So I'm disappointed that way. Um, but what happened happened, and even if I think it happened at an opportune time where the rhetoric, although died down a little bit, is look, we're, you're just reducing the conservative voice. And I'm worried that the next Amazon Web Service or Alchemy or Cloudflare, any of these uh, cloud distribution, content distributor networks, vendors, would, you know, you know, you get the Peter Thiels of the world who amped this shit. You get the Mercers who funded Mercer family who funded the parlor and all that shit. You'll have those extremists, billionaires, billionaires funneling this and they'll have their own infrastructure set up somewhere. You know it is happening. It's just that it's not at the same distribution level. I'm worried about that. And this is what FBI and NSA have been warning about. CIA, domestic terror, and then there's these thoughts are utterly the threat to the national security. And it has finally happened last Wednesday. Although how pathetic that has gone with the number of people that sacrificed for this cause other than the Capitol Police who died doing their conducting their duty. While on duty, one of the Capitol Poli- Police officers who died, died off duty. You know? So there's that. I think I'm, I'm just shaking my head at the deplatforming. I just go, you should have done this earlier. Alex Jones proved that it works. 
you know? And then, let's go to the conservative, shall we? The meat of the bone here, the Republicans and all that. Um, you can look, you, you know, some of you may have a short-term memory as to, like, Trump, and then nothing happened before Trump. But, you know, ever since I've been in America, 2006 and on, you know, and then being a media junkie following this shit, Fox News versus MSNBC, Bill O, Christmas War, all that shit. Uh, I'm going to say the real crux of this issue and this kind of nationalism, populist, false equivalency brewing has been happening the last four decades going back to the Reagan administration or end of the Reagan administration. You know, because if you really go back and see, hey, look at all the extreme so-called conservative voices that's been here. You know, Savage, uh, Rush Limbaugh, Hannity, Bill O'Reilly, all these people, you know, they really came out of the woodwork starting in the late 80s with their radio shows and the AM wave stations. Then it went into Fox News launching with the Fox Network, with the Murdochs, and then the Roger Ailes picking up, you know, from their experiences from the Nixon administration, Ford administration, you know, going through the Reagan and Bush administration, they realized that, you know what, there's a, there needs to be fair, it needs to be fair and balanced happening. And they started putting on, aside from the political arguments, from the aesthetic stands of things, they started putting on these well put together white people mostly blondes tall you know that are good old american irish people are the catholics that's been on television ever since 1996 and these confident voices that you hear on the am radio ever since the 1980s limbaugh everybody and they always play the underdog especially during the clinton administration and you had those same political disciples from those 70s and 80s. Now we call them neoconservatives. I call them neocunts at this point. And they won. Bush administration happened. And then Fox News has become the go-to national network. The voice of the administration. The mouthpiece forum. And people have been warning about this for a while. But unfortunately, the ratings and all that from the senior homes and hospitals. You know, AM radio stations with the uh, taxi drivers and then the construction workers, all those things. Uh, kind of tuned to these sexy, blonde, white, nationalistic talk that sounds, you know, caveman, layman, strong, and fundamental. You know, when America was great. You know? And... And behind the scenes during the Bush administration, all the tax cuts and then the 9-11 ramping up with the national security. We have this veil thin sense of patriotism that I talked about from the very first episode when Kaepernick kneeling versus the whole flag discussion started happening, which has nothing to do with the racial injustice. It's, it's become simpleton. It's become utterly divisive. And then... MSNBC has become that first counter-programming measure, and CNN tried to not get in that game until five years ago when Trump started coming up, and it had to be anti-Trump 24-7. Yes, you need to call out the fact and fact-check, but you know if you're just going to purely counter-program to the nonsense that's spewed by the other side and then into this, it's not going to work. By the way, I kind of jumped the gun a little bit. Before the CNN counter-programming, you know, 
what happened between 2005, 6, 7 to 2015? What happened that decade? Well, tax cuts happened. National debt has risen. We have this sense of security and national security. Established new government agencies. Now all that happened. Infringing upon rights and privacy. You can talk about that, blah, blah, blah. While all that was going on, the deregulation happened, and then the banks and then the financial firms decided to play with the derivatives, keep selling your mortgage debt, and the mortgage crisis happened, 2008. And it has become fairly evident then that the priorities ever since then, the end of the Bush administration into Obama, they decided to bail out the companies. And people picked Obama as change. You know what? This dude might be different. He's brand new. You know, as much as America doesn't don't want to admit it, they like the brand new face. You know, yeah. And John John F. Kennedy that happened. Bill Clinton in a way it happened that way. You know, Ronald Reagan. If you think about it, this guy is not a politician. He's a actor from California. People like new, flashy, new faces. That they're it might be something new, but instead. Bailouts happened. No money directly went to families. And people saw through. And 2010 happened. The midterms. 2012 happened. Tea Party started happening because the companies, especially the conservative donors, realized that, look, this uh, anti-establishment is happening here. So, lucky for them, 2009, the Citizens United, the Supreme Court ruling happened where the political donations or spending money is a free speech. So you establish the PACs and then you just donate as much as you want. That has enabled, you know, politicians to be utterly just 24-7 fundraisers because you got to compete against the money as evidenced by the Georgia runoff election that just happened, which was the most ever spent money in the Senate race, if I remember right. But, you know, these money talks, you got to follow the money. And, yes, there are conspiracy theorists going off on of getting mad at the Federal Reserve, all that stuff. But, really, they're kind of thinking in simpleton thinking as to if you just eliminate them, the problem is solved. It's like, no, like, this has been a long overdue damage. I talked about this in the CEO episode, and then there's more than BLM episode, this kind of economical thinking in the 80s that has happened, Gordon Gecko, greed is good, uh, you know, Wolf of Wall Street, it's been happening. We lionize money. We lionize the richness. We lionize these people. We still do today. And that kind of, uh, not Keynesian, and the Milton Friedman, you know, like the shareholder value over the corporate citizenship, all that stuff. Now that's getting dialed back after four decades. That really started in the 80s. You know, and that has gotten out of hand, and then only the select few are able to obtain this wealth. And Thomas Piketty talked about this in the 2009 book, The Economy of the 21st Century, where American economy and the world economy is really an oligarchy at this point. We can go to many data points when it comes to minimum wage growth in America, CEO versus the median worker pay in a corporation or any organization. Going from double digit to one to astronomical three digits or even four digits to one ratio. While that is all going on, you know, 
it media keeps perpetuating this nationalism, security, freedom, and all that stuff. And Tea Party has done a fantastic job mobilizing and actually getting into our system, continuing to gerrymander, forget the real problems that exist, and never really advance the problem draining the swamp. It's funny how they wanted to get the power back to people, but they never really did. All they focused on is getting, talking about abortion over and over for some fucking reason when the birth rate of this country is going down. Look, man, we weren't going to have kids anyway. <laughs> when the economy is going. I can't afford to defend myself. How do I defend myself? How do I defend the next kid or my wife or spouse, husband, you know? It's funny how all these like Koch brothers, the traditional conservative, you know, big money, uh, Ellisons, Murdochs, Mercer family, Koch brothers, uh, Sheldon Adelson, uh, Goldwater Institute, Heritage Foundation, Grover Norquist, and all these people. While they preached the conservatism and the conservative value when it was great, you know, it's really saving monies for themselves and they're for their kids going forward. While the rest of the people suffer and they play on the fragility of the poor white people. And also, on the other side, fragility and then the rage that's been building up for the black and Latin American people and other minority people and younger people. So, Tea Party has happened and they successfully kind of negated, nerfed the rest of the Obama administration. And while the Tea Party disappeared... You still had you still had the Republican Senate majority and then 2015 with Merrick Garland happened. And they decided to only ride the Trump wave when they realized that, oh, fuck, Trump is a way to go. Pretty late into 2016. Their guy was Ted Cruz. Their guy was Jeb Bush. But people said, fuck that, fuck that. So they went with it because that's where the money was. And now we'll see what happened. Murdoch... Rupert Murdoch called him, allegedly on a phone call, said, Mr. President, you're a goddamn idiot. You're a fucking idiot. And then hung up on him. And Ted Cruz, guys like Ted Cruz, you hated that motherfucker. You guys were fucking beefing over wife, your wives, you know? And then now you, you, know, you come Monday, Tuesday, last week, and say, I am for election commission. Give me a fucking break. This is why Ted Cruz is a piece of shit. It's a caveman thinking, these people. Caveman just to cave into the fragility Just to say yes, yes, yes But not really presenting any ideas Or anything that helps the people Very help that the people They said they would help It's unfortunate that people don't see through this Republicans or Democrats And yeah, you got Bernie Burroughs calling this shit out But you need to calm down too I... I Tea Party happened, Trump happened, they went with it. Now, now it's out of their like out of their control, which to a point where Koch brothers are like, we can't support this. <laughs> they start pulling money out of fucking Josh Hawley, who continued this goddamn rhetoric of the election integrity, and Ted Cruz. I hope these two don't get fucking elected the next time they get recalled and faceplant the rest of their fucking lives. And they start pulling political donations elsewhere too. 
you know, all Facebook and all and Microsoft and all these companies are like, oh, no, no, it's for both parties. But really, come on now. Who's been spewing more bullshit? Who's been spewing more false equivalency the last 20 years? Last 40 years. War on Christmas. You know, political correctness. Yeah, it's a problem, but like you need to shut the fuck up. If you don't talk about it, it's not a problem. You get into the consciousness of the people. But it doesn't solve an actual problem. Same for the liberals on the other side. It's like, shut the fuck up. That's not a priority. That's been my position from the very beginning of this podcast when I started four years ago. Why is this a priority when you got income inequality and rest of that shit? There are degrees to things as to what what is a must and what is not a must at the moment. Let's prioritize, folks. The easiest solution, be you know, and then... You might ask, BK, so what's your fucking solution? Is I go back to the, this is more than BLM episode. Look, there's a common ground between the minority people who are shafted with the George Floyd protest and these disenchanted, disenfranchised white people who are saying, bring my country back. Trump will make happen. Give them money. Give them the $2,000 check. And actually bail out the people. PPP has not fully worked. Smaller businesses, smaller restaurants, smaller mom and pop shops are not coming back. Corporations are. Big franchises are coming back. But not the people's. This is why I, I was reluctant at first. Like, look, you got to impeach the president the second time, which seems like it's going to happen. You got you to gotta set the tone here as to this is not acceptable act. But I just go like, look, now you got the majority Senate. Now you got the momentum. I just go, get this done. That's been overdue since last summer. Extending unemployment benefits, you know, and, con- you know, bailing out the states who cannot fucking keep up with giving vaccines after they got it thrifted on them, you know? I want them to focus on that, but we got a week to go here. You know, Hope we're hoping for the peaceful rest of the week and then beyond. Yes, there will be extremists, just, you know, they will not go away, but those people are those people. But... Really, if you want to go into the swing vote of things, you're looking at 20, 30, you're looking at 10, 15% of the Republican voters who need to come to your side in the end. That's really the difference maker. That's where Bernie bros and then rest of these people don't see either. I understand their sentiment also, but it ain't exactly progressing. Conservatives on the other side need to fucking wake, wake the hell up too. Like Fox News got Newsmax and OANN to worry about, NTD and all these other guys. And, you know, it was amazing to see on that Wednesday, that very day, when they broke into the Capitol and then start breaking doors and glasses, the immediate thought that went to my head is, how is QAnon going to defend this? They're going to say they got set up and Tifa was with it. And exactly like that on the queue, that's what happened. A day later on the Thursday, Fox News says rioting is bad. God, I was very surprised that Newsmax was like criticizing this so-called insurrection. Like Sean Spicer comes up and says, this is an American. You see the thumbs up, thumbs down ratio was one to one. So I go, what the fuck? 
I think Newsmax was also shocked. They were like, oh, fuck, this actually happened. <laughs> and these people, which is why I just go, they're cave people. These Republicans, conservatives of America, they cave in. They're a bunch of pussies. Guy or girl, drain the swamp, my ass. Tea party, don't tread on me, my ass. When the actual go time, the game time happens, these guys are fucking pussies. And then Fox News comes the next night, I watch the Tucker. And then Tucker's like, rioting is bad. We've been saying that from the very beginning. These people rioted. It just, a couple people went out of, you know, went out of the line. I just go, no, you motherfucker. There's a difference between George Floyd protests where people are just angry after years and years and years of protests that's been happening with the BLM to a point they fucking amped up and then just it, it came out into the rioting. And it's bad. Defund the police is a bad message. As a liberal progressive, I said that many times. But it's different when you got together the weekend prior, January 2nd, 3rd, and January 4th on a Monday, two days before this march for Trump happened, the head of the Proud Boys got arrested because he was disturbing shit. It's not rioting. It was called March for Trump. Trump pointed at the thing and said, Go and do this for me. Anyone who doesn't agree with me rejecting this nonsensical bullshit is a traitor. And Trump, just like that, I was like, I didn't do anything. And then all that shit happened. It ain't rioting. It was an organized event. It was an organized event where the march direction happened and they had a single unified unified goal which was go up and get mad at the senators at the congress a federal building a very building this trump this fucking president and these knuckleheads following him said law and order and we protect the federal buildings and send troops like here in detroit in portland in seattle like insidiously under the shadows just send these people and then start you know Arresting them as a shadow operation. Where was that shadow operation to protect a very federal building and the number one federal building other than the White House that you said you should be protecting and respect? Where did that go? The hypocrisy is amazing, which just proves to you that these people are not truly patriotic. It's not just a few bad apples. They were angry. They are just mad. What are they really mad about? Follow the money. These people don't have the money. These people are getting shafted even more after COVID. Black people and Latin people get shafted even more because of the color of their skin. Because of the red zoning that's been happening for decades. Because of this fucking immigration rhetoric that's been happening for two decades. Build a wall. Mexicans. When there are a gazillion more Latin Americans out there. Pay these people fucking money. Get them on the pedestal, you know, to get by the day and then get the minimum wage up. All of them. And companies need to fucking be responsible too. And then at least on the face value and the PRs and all these companies and the CEO boards, I talked about it in the CEO episode, talk about it. We'll get fucking to it. 
pitchforks are here. They've been here. And I don't understand why people don't realize that, like, it doesn't take an, like, it's not a movie. It's a slow erosion. It took four decades to get to this point. It took five years to Trump to accelerate this. It took 10 years of Obama administration not being able to do to lead into this. It took two and a half decades of false equivalency, fair and balanced bullshit that got amplified with a pretty blonde, pretty white Catholic guys and girls that's been on television, you know, skewing the views ever so slowly. And only response the liberals progressive had had is just throw in other extreme messages and just go extreme, extreme, extreme. And CNN counter-programming, unfortunately. Thankfully, if the rumors are right, Jeff Zucker is leaving, but which means the CNN ratings are going to tank off the network. You know, stop this lame and caveman fucking talk, even on the liberal side. And then liberals need now have the Senate have the executive branch, now act on it to help the very people the Democratic Party is supposed to fucking help. Am I confident that all of a sudden we're going to go Bernie bro on the rest of this the next two years before the next midterm? No. But I think what last week and then events have led up to to show is that Republican Party repubes are going to have to fucking manscape and Refigure out their fucking pubic hair that they got going on. Or just Brazilian wax the whole fucking thing. But we've been saying that for a while. I don't know how... I think it's irreparable damage to the party. And unfortunately, people who are ingrained in that, you know, abortion above all else for some fucking reason is an excuse. If you're really wondering on the liberal side why your uncle, aunt, parents, or cousins, nephews, nieces are so ingrained in that idea they just voted for Trump because it's abortion, think about their economical situation. Think about what other, you know, things they might have not going on, most likely. It's an excuse. They got nothing better to think about, so they think about this life that's a few weeks old, supposedly, wherever that gap is, Roe versus Wade, despite that happening in 1973. They have nothing else to think about. Either, But they have nothing else to think about because they got nothing going on in their lives, or because they're so fucking comfortable that that's all they can think about isn't a fucking excuse. And figure out a strategy to talk this out of them. Acknowledge and admit. But you can't flip them. You can't flip these people at this point. So do your part, <laughs> white families. But uh, I'm going to leave it there. Um, holy crap, I talked about it for more than half an hour. Thanks for listening. Uh, well, episode 200 next week. I don't know what's in store. You know, episode 100 is so mood, you know. <laughs> but uh, thanks for listening. Uh, email me if you have any thoughts on this. A-O-I-Look.com. A-O-I-Look.com. I hope I'm not the only one feeling this way. You know, it is a it is a fixable solution. You know, and then the, I think I said this last week. Uh, sometimes you got to hit the bottom to rise again. And then... Uh, I hope other countries don't take the bad parts of it, but it becomes an example, fortunately, unfortunately. But it will be fine. It will figure itself out. It will have to. It's inevitable at this point. Okay? Peace out, and then uh, have a great rest of the week.